0: Hello and welcome to the Mighty Warriors Podcast. It's your boy, your host, the producer and author of this podcast, Eddie, coming back at you, speaking truth, not holding the truth, about to dive into a very interesting, very unspoken topic uh, in this day and age that is considered taboos in the churches all across the world. Uh, We're going to be talking about Episode 3 and 4, a two-part mini-series that God has put in my heart under the title of Mind Yourself. Mind Yourself, Identifying Mental Damages and How to Heal Them. So today's episode with that disclosure uh, is going to be a little bit deeper and more profound than usual I say that to give you a heads up, uh, mighty men, women, people of God, if you've got miniature ears hanging around listening to this podcast with you, again, it is scripturally based and found in the Bible. It is not something that we are making up. There is evidence to prove what is going to be said and is all held up by the word of God. But if you feel in your heart as though those miniature ears should not be listening, Go on ahead and enjoy uh, podcast episode number one and two of The Warrior's Cry or move on to the next podcast episode. I will be recording them as soon and as fast as possible for your um, listening enjoyment to be able to grow together in the word of God. But uh, do just have in mind that uh, this episode is going to get a little bit deep. So go on ahead, grab your scuba gear, grab your spiritual scuba tank, let's strap up and let's dive right on in to today's episode, Mind Yourself, Identifying Mental Damages. So uh, as we sit here and we continue, and again, giving a shout out to the, um, the Silent Warriors Movement Ministry that uh, God has graced me to be a, a co-founder of. We are now 65, 70, I'm sorry, 70, 75 plus men n- globally. Uh, 15 nations wide uh, throughout the world. And we it is an accountability group where we are tackling problems and situations that are pressing uh, in this day and age that we're living in. Excuse me. And it is interesting to say the least how many new members of this group come in and how the Holy Spirit has brought this to our attention that we needed to address this and dig into this a little bit further. Uh, so that we can start this actual podcast um, Title uh, About how many Of our men And I do believe it is a global phenomenon That's happening And it's not just affecting our men I do believe it's also affecting our women um, Are coming in very confused They're coming in very much Attacked in their mind And in their hearts And as I started reading and I started and praying and I started seeking and, and attaching myself more into the Spirit of God and, and asking God to take me deeper into His Spirit and into His Word so I can be able to prepare myself, I found myself being led by the Holy Spirit to 1 Corinthians 6.18. A lot of these men are wondering, why is it that is it's so repetitive? Why is it so easy to just go and relapse? Why is it so easy for me to to, to go back to what I don't want to do, but it's so hard to walk away from I don't want to do? It's just a constant question. What's your tricks? What's your antics? What, your, what's, what's, what have you done? How do you get past this? I need everyone listening to this podcast today. Open up your hearts. Don't just open up your ears. Open up your hearts and your minds. Let the Holy Spirit cleanse you. Let the Holy Spirit touch you. And understand my words as I say this. There is no magic pill that will bring you out of sexual immorality. There is no magic pill that's going to just automatically break you from addiction to masturbation. There is no magic source or potion that is going to break you from any form of sexual uh, innuendo, from any form of sexual mindset, from any form of sexual depravity that Satan has caused you to fall into uh, due to your lust of your heart and being enticed, as the scripture says, by that which you are weakened. There is th- There is no quick fix. Well, that sounds like we're doomed and we may as well just continue doing it. Negative, negative. That is also a ploy of the enemy. That is also very much a confusion tactic. And that is very much also a seed that the Satan himself has, has uh dug up and, and brought up in this last days, in these in this day and age of depravity and deplorable uh living. And 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 a lot of us, I mentioned this in the last podcast, tend to um water these seeds more than we do. Search for the Spirit of God in our lives. So with that said, 1 Corinthians 6.18 says this. Flee from sexual immorality. All other sins a person commits are outside the body. But whoever sins sexually sins against their own body. Sins against his own Body flee from sexual immorality. It doesn't say stand there and think that you're strong enough to fight, and that should be very clear and evident as Christians that we walk in in the spirit, that we are trying to walk in the spirit. If we've actually even opened up our Bibles and ever read something very similar to the scripture that Jesus says, He who thinks he is firm, make sure to watch that he does not fall. Does that sound familiar? Flee from sexual immorality. Why does Paul make it a point to say flee from sexual immorality? Why? Because sexual immorality, the depravity of sexual immorality, the heaviness of sexual immorality in any way, shape, and form is intense. And not only is it a sin against God, not only is it a sin just like every other sin against God, but it is the only sin, the Bible says, that is against your own body. So what does that mean? Well, let's dive in. We look at uh, addicts in this day and age, and we look at the war on drugs, big in the 80s and 90s, and, and we look at uh, history, and we see you know, a lot of illicit drugs, a lot of illegal drugs, and we see a lot of, uh, nowadays, illegal drugs. Uh, being a paramedic, I see a lot of it. Uh, fentanyl use on the streets and cocaine and, and heroin and just junkies and meth heads. I mean, we've got names for all of them, alcoholics and just this, names for all of them. But we don't seem to assimilate that maybe those of us that have been sitting in the pews and just can't seem to, oh, I just can't seem to get away from it, but, I, but I'm going to. I, I, can, I, I can fight it off this time. I can fight it off this time. I can fight it off this time. The Holy Spirit actually revealed something to me. You know, there's something deeper than this. This isn't just a, an emotional, oh, I can fight it off this time kind of struggle, quote unquote. We no longer call them struggles. We know these are battles and fights now. But this is something physical. Physical. This is something that is actually going on in the physical realm. So what's actually happening? What's actually happening, ladies and gentlemen, is the fact that your brain is messed up. Um, I might be dating myself, and I mean, I've already admitted to the fact that I'm 34 years old. But uh, I don't know how many of you out there in uh, podcast land remember commercials of the egg uh, the dare commercials, the drug commercials and the egg. This is your brain, this is your brain on drugs and they smash an egg and it explodes everywhere. You know, little dramatic, little theatrically presented but uh, very much well-intentioned and very much uh, true. The effects of illegal and illicit narcotics and drugs and alcohol are very evident in our bodies. So are the effects of sexual immorality. How so, Brother Eddie? Well, let's dive into the brain. Let's see real quick. There's a little bit of anatomy that I want to teach you guys about the brain here. There's a section of the brain in the very front just behind your forehead. Some people have a much bigger forehead. So you should be able to identify very quickly the portion of your brain that I'm referring to known as the prefrontal cortex or the frontal lobe of your brain, the gray matter of your brain, the cerebrum, the muscle of your brain, that portion that sits behind your forehead region, that portion of your brain is entrusted and designed to control planning and organization and problem solving skills and decision making and memory and attention and controlling behaviors and emotions and impulses and etc 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 so basically as dr Lawrence V Tucker a diplomat american board of psychiatry and neurology a neuroscientist says through the conquer series He says that uh, the prefrontal cortex can pretty much be compared to the CEO of the brain, of the body itself. So when uh, the CEO is at work and the CEO is doing his job, the CEO is making sure that everything gets taken care of and limitations are placed where they need to be. Well, it's not bad to watch porn. Well, it's not bad to masturbate that's natural it's not bad to indulge in sexually derived dreams because that just leads to uh you know wet dreams or or uh, there's there's a medical term for it um, um it, anyway and that night nighttime uh, uh, ejaculatory sensation where where you release and no 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 no, this is what's wrong with. Um, American culture, Western culture, culture in the world in general in this day and age, uh, we have allowed Satan to twist and trample upon everything that God has created, solemn and true. When we start to indulge, as the Bible says, we are tempted by the lusts of our own flesh and by the brokenness of our own heart. And when we start to show the weakness that we have be it in sexual morality, be it a pornography addiction in, in, on the internet, pornography addiction. Not so much in magazines nowadays. I mean, uh, a lot of studies are showing that magazines such as Penthouse, Playboy, and stuff like that, they're starting to lose a lot of customers to internet addiction and internet, um, excuse me, internet um, pornography. But um, in whatever medium it might be. The, 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 we start to show that, that our weakness is an attraction for that. Satan starts to build that up in his arsenal and starts to use that as a good fisherman does and starts to build his tackle box of temptation for us. And then he places it so that First Corinthians 6.18 actually does come to life in our lives and we end up sinning against our flesh. Well, not only are we sinning against God because the Bible clearly says that any man or woman who lusts after a a woman or man in their heart has already committed the act, number one. Number two, you've already committed the adulteress. And number three, if that's the case, adulterers, the Bible says, and fornicators, Fornicators, i.e., I'm going to make a stop for all of you Gen Zers or Gen Xers or whatever other Geners that you are uh, that want to keep trying to find uh, self-justification and clarification in twisting the words of the Bible when the Bible clearly states in Revelation those that add or take away from this word will also uh, receive a penalty of condemnation. Uh, when you self-justify and you're saying that, uh, oh, You can go ahead and live with someone. That's fine. Oh, sex before marriage isn't a bad thing. That's fornication. That's just giving you a a dirty, down and dirty uh, explanation. That's fornication, okay? Just in case you didn't know. Um, When when, when Jesus clearly tells us all these sins are against him, these are sexual immoralities. So how is it that you are sinning against your body? Well, remember that prefrontal cortex I was speaking about? and how God has perfectly ordained it to function, to plan and and organize and problem solve and make correct decisions, knowing right from wrong and be able to have a good attention span and be able to keep your memory clear and your emotions in check and keep your impulses in check. Well, when we start to indulge in all of these broken sexual fantasies, which is exactly what they are, the frontal cortex of the brain pretty much shuts, begins to shut off. Why? Because in the interaction of sex, when a man and a woman are together, when men and women come to the moment of orgasm in their body, like I said, I'm getting deep today, hang on. Uh, when you get to that point, your body releases endorphins, your body releases an endorphin known as dopamine, controlled by the prefrontal cortex. It gives you enough to know that there is pleasure sensation. You have now connected. There are studies that show that you have now connected whatever caused that sensation to be the trigger mechanism or the button to go ahead and activate it again for the next time your body craves that reward sensation. So if anybody has ever seen the studies that were done in the mid to late nineties with monkeys and receiving a reward for hitting a little uh, button and they got a a pellet like a little cookie pellet, uh, the more they hit the button, the more they got a cookie. until one day they, the cookie stopped flowing. Uh, They were so addicted to the hitting the button and receiving a cookie that they actually started going crazy. So, because they suddenly didn't have their reward, their instantaneous reward. Sounds kind of familiar, doesn't it? To our generation nowadays, to this deplorable world that we're living in. So, when we start to indulge and we dive into these things, pornography, masturbation, same sex attraction, well, wait a minute, how are you going to dive into that before? Listen, 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 let me explain to you something that uh, psychology today websites and and a lot of very against the Bible studies are going to say oh it 's natural it 's true it's you can no 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 uh, when 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 you start to dive into pornography, there are Hidden agendas in these things, not to mention the human trafficking the the the, the obvious deplorable dehumanization of of men and women uh, objectifying of men and women, there are studies that are shown that because the 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 prefrontal cortex is being flooded with so much of the dopamine that it's actually causing the same side effects that a cocaine addict and a heroin addict have on their brain every time they take a hit. And the more they take, the greater the hit. So the more, the greater hit that they get to be able to obtain that first initial high, they keep seeking it, which means they keep overloading their brain with all this dopamine. And all it's doing is scarring pathways straight from the prefrontal cortex over to the limbic system. The limbic system of the brain is basically what keeps you alive. That's your, that's part of your flight or fight syndrome. So it's great to have a very well-tuned limbic system when you've got an 18-wheeler plowing, at, plowing down the road at you and it gives you the second-by-second uh, the second reactionary strike to go ahead and jump out of the way. That's what it was meant for. What it wasn't meant for was to govern the CEO of your brain. It wasn't meant for you to try and basically drive your brain like a Ferrari with a 10-speed bicycle set of braking system. It just doesn't work. You're not going to be able to control it. And yes, pornography is so diabolically broken and directed by hell itself that it is even the conductor... Of same sex attraction because as your brain starts to overflood, the enemy starts bringing in curiosities of, well, I need something even stronger. I need something even stronger. I need something even stronger. To the point where we start to live like certain studies have shown. Certain studies have actually proven, studies done by neurologists and neuroscientists, okay? So don't think that uh, we're just making this up here. For example, Dr. Donald L. Hilton Jr. and Dr. Clark Watts, okay? Neurologists in Texas that have actually done studies of how cocaine addiction demonstrates measurable volume loss in several areas of the brain. With that being said, Their their, their MRI scans that they continue to watch in these people were similar to people who were obsessed with overeating, causing them to become obese. All of them flooding the the dopamine into their prefrontal cortex and damaging the prefrontal cortex almost to a permanent level. The same people were observed and the same results were seen in people that were sex-addicted. They just said they had high libidos, and this is what things like. Uh, if, if and be careful, I urge you, please, in the Holy Spirit, I I beg you, be careful what articles you're reading. Uh, you start to read things like psychology today, and let me tell you something: anybody who's not firm in the Word will quickly become confused. Uh, oh yeah, it's natural. Oh, it's normal. Oh, you just have a high libido. You have a high sex drive. Okay. Uh, If that's the case, then why are so many studies coming out on how men and women, because don't think that you are safe uh, women of God out there. Do not think that this is just a man's sin. Women have been shown to have a percentage, a smaller percentage of addicts but just as strong when they do become addicted to sexual immorality based off of pornography and self-gratification, masturbation, you get the gist. So when you become addicted to this stuff, it's not natural because you're constantly forcing yourself to hit that button. Remember the monkey with the button? And not only do you become addicted to the feeling of the dopamine flooding because it just numbs the brain. You also become addicted to the pathways to get there. Your brain time stamps. God has created the human brain to be a malleable muscle. This muscle morphs, this muscle can change, this muscle can be scarred and damaged and this muscle, there is hope. This muscle can also be healed. But for that, there takes a process. But in being scarred and damaged, this muscle can become so dependent on even just the process. There have been times, there have been times, and I actually am recalling an episode of Night Watch. Uh, again, paramedic, love, knows, uh, I love shows like that, like Night Watch and uh, things like that. And there was actually an episode uh, in Louisiana where they, uh, the the EMT paramedics picked up a young man who he was in his 30s. He had been struggling with uh, IV use heroin abuse for over 20 years. He was in his mid 30s. So understand the time frame here, you know, fifth grade to middle school is when he started shooting up. All right? He became so addicted to everything involved around the heroin, that he even became addicted to the feeling of the needle prick and was scared to relapse because of it. And in this particular, I, I, it bur- it's burned into my memory, this, this episode, because in this particular episode, they needed to start an IV to give him IV fluids. And yet he, with tears in his eyes, breaks down and begs them, begs them, please don't do that. I don't want to relapse back to to having to, to take another shot of heroin. I just don't. Even the feeling of the needle is too intense for me. Understand something. Understand something. It is not natural for you to fondle yourself physically, causing yourself to ejaculate or to have an orgasmic feeling And call it natural. It is not. You are in essence having sex with yourself. In essence you are having sex with yourself. I don't care how stupid this may sound. To those of you who want to be open minded. I am sick and tired of having Satan steal ground from the church. You that are listening to me, understand something. We have become so addicted that we don't even realize how addicted we are to even the actual act of self-gratification. Why, if it's natural, why is it that there are so many marital divorce studies being done... About women feeling less than, feeling broken, feeling compared to, feeling like, and I quote, and I quote, feeling like as long as that's what's going to gratify you, I can't compare to that. So just go towards what you want then. That's because we have flooded We have damage. There are PET scan studies that show, again, Dr. Lawrence V. Tucker shows in the Conquer series, side-by-side imaging from MRI-based PET scans of the brain of a normal brain between the ages of a male, between the ages of 18 to 21, a male addicted to cocaine between the ages of, of 18 to 21, and a male addicted to internet pornography between the ages of 18 to 21. The internet, the the normal brain is healthy and, and plush and vibrantly colored. The brain of the cocaine addict and the pornography addict are almost identical in damage and scarring. This is not a sin to be taken lightly. This is a sin literally against your own body. To the point. To the point where neurologists have actually started seeing increasing numbers of 18 to 35 year old males addicted to pornography, addicted to masturbation, addicted to sexual immoralities such as those. And that have also dabbled in because pornography, once you open that door and you can't get enough, you start to open the door towards, well, maybe I do have same sexual attraction. I mean, I want to be married to a woman, but I I, I just want to have sex with a man. Where is that natural? How is that natural? Or it opens, it just kicks the door open for, for, I'm I'm, going to probably catch flack for this. It kicks the door open for homosexuality and lesbianism transgender, all these confusing things, all these demonic oppressions that continue to attack your mind once you fried your brain because now you really can't use your brain because a damaged prefrontal cortex now negatively affects your emotions and your impulses. It begins to negatively affect your memory and it begins to break you down socially and in sexual behaviors. And these studies are showing that these 18 to 35-year-olds that are addicted to this stuff are now developing. You know what it is to be between the age of 18 to 30? 18. eight, one, eight. You haven't even really started living yet. 18 years old. There are reported cases of 18-year-olds in 2020 that are starting to get low-dose erectile dysfunction drugs to be able to function normally in sexual intercourse because their brains have been so overloaded with the effects of this addiction. Erectile dysfunction, delayed ejaculation, premature ejaculation, lowered libido. I don't want to hear anybody try and tell me that, oh, you just have a high sex drive. That's why you just, you just feel the urge. You just feel the urge. No, those aren't, those aren't urges. Folks, those aren't urges. It's time to wake up. Those are diabolical attacks. And so long as the enemy has his tackle box of temptations ready to go, you're gonna continue to fall for them because you've already shown the weakness that you yourself are attracted to. It's not increased sex drive, a hyper sex drive. It's causing a lowered libido. It's causing a lower sex drive. Why? Because now you're increasing dumps and and imbalanced chemical reactions of dopamine that are now causing people and even women, even women, Even women are now causing, are showing increased signs of depression, increased depression, increased mood swings and feeling of loneliness, hormonal imbalances and chemical deficiencies. But uh, yeah, that's normal. Yeah, you, you can go ahead and watch porn. That's fine. All it's doing is just objectifying something in your life. Pornography literally just objectifies something. It literally takes. Let me put it to you this way. I tried in, in all of of everything that is in me. I and and those of you that know me and are listening to this podcast know I can uh, my my pre the preacher in me can get very activated very quickly. I tried with everything in me to make this more of a solid. Uh, Proven by facts, I'm gonna teach you something, uh, podcast. But 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 I can't shy away from the the Holy Spirit telling me. Now think about if we're all created in the image of God. Think about His daughters who are forced to do this or have gone into this because they themselves are broken or something is happening and they are literally just being objectified by these quote unquote. Christian men that are sitting in the churches addicted to this stuff and don't want to come to the reality because Satan has put so much in their lives that they feel so much hurt and pain and confusion and embarrassment and humility and and not humility and, and humiliation, excuse me, that they don't want to humble themselves and allow the Holy Spirit to break them so that they can start to heal. But they're objectifying these these young women and vice versa, women that are also addicted to sexual you know, pornography or, or masturbation or sexual um, a medium that have that have turned these things that, that Satan has turned these things around in their life to be twisted. And likewise, you're included in this as well. Uh, groups that that are, you know, same sex attraction and and no, but this is could be. But stop it. Stop it. This 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 podcast this podcast is to start showing the true light of the cross. This is truth. This is truth 100 right now. This is this is a big boy time. It's time to stand up and realize what we're talking about, what we're dealing with. This is the, this is the new platform, the taboo that churches that 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 people around the world haven't wanted to talk about. Because we've got people around the world admitting how how desperately addicted they are. And you will never know. You would never know. You would never know. This is not normal. This is not normal. See, Donald, Dr. Donald Hilton, again, one of the neurologists that that I mentioned before, he actually says this, okay? He mentions, and he's a neurosurgeon, He's a neurosurgeon uh, in the University of Texas Health Science Center of San Antonio. A professor of neurosurgery. This guy knows about the brain. Okay? He says this. He says, we're speaking biologically. Pornography is not real. It's not real in a natural way. We are not designed to be attracted to pornography we are designed to have sexuality in a format that is mutually uh, pleasurable for both parties. And pornography is a very toxic form of human sexuality. And this is, again, a neurosurgeon. This man knows the brain. Okay? Or how about uh, Mr. Dr. William Smithers? Struthers, I'm sorry, Dr. William Struthers. He is a professor of neurology in Wheaton College. He says that pornography for young people is coming in at a time where it's a very vulnerable state in their life and it's becoming something that they are acquitting to be true and it's not true. It plants a seed of what's supposedly possible and neurologically, that's when you would start to, to wonder what could happen. What would you do? The neurological system, he says, that is designed to take us to a bonding point between two people in a sexual act is now being redirected so that your sexuality is being bound essentially to a screen. And you're being hijacked of that sexual integrity. I'm not making these things up, folks. These are people that haven't declared if they're Christian or not, and, and, and if they are, praise God. These are doctors, these are medical professionals that are seeing these cases. I, I couldn't make this up if I tried. We're getting testimonials of men that can't sleep at night anymore. They don't know what, what reality and, and fiction is anymore. They they think they know what they want. They they make these excuses because Satan has put it in their lives. That, um, maybe an encounter or, or, or maybe just if I had a, a, a girlfriend, if I had a, a wife, if I got married. If I got married is one of the, the biggest, one of the biggest confused sexual lies that Satan has given the young men of the church in this day and age. And I know because I fed into that confusion and I said for myself, if I just can get married, I'm, I'm done with this. No. I learned the hard way and God is a God of mercy and grace that after 12 and a half years, he has reestablished the love for my wife and I to each other and we have worked through this in Christ, but it has cost a lot of tears, a lot of time and intimacy with God to be able to rip that out and have my brain and our brains be changed back to God's original uh, 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 blueprint. But that's one of the biggest one of the biggest confusing uh, lies that Satan has to offer. So what's 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 uh, what's going on? I bring you all this information not to be uh, 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 to bring doom and gloom, not to oh I'm useless, I'm broken, I can't. No 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 no. I'm bringing this to you as part one, as basically an identifying factor, so that you can realize this is deeper than we thought. I wish pastors could. Lord of mercy. I wish, I wish every pastor, every youth leader, every, every minister of, of young people, I wish everyone could hear this message. If you can hear it, share it. I'm cool with that. Share it. Spread the word. Your young women need to hear this as much as your young men because they also are alone, feel alone and broken and scared and, and, and humiliated by this. This opens doors to, oh, just experimenting, and oh, just trying, and oh, no, 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 no. When the Bible clearly says that those are abominations unto the Lord, why are we just experimenting and opening these doors? I I wish you could hear me on this. This is not something to play with. This is something serious. And from here on out, the point of this podcast is to have a new platform so that we can go ahead and fight, like the episode one said, and not struggle anymore, but fight. Because, I mean, it's, it's, it's inevitable. We are damaging our own bodies the more we indulge in this sin. So much so that, that even Dr. Simone Kuhn Another neuroscientist says that the gray matter, the cerebrum of the person who is generally healthy is actually larger. They have done PET scans and it's actually larger than those that are of people that are immersed in pornography constantly. So the, front, the, 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 the frontal cortex, the front part that I've been talking about this whole time, ha, actually causes shrinkage to the front cortex. And in causing shrinkage, it causes neural pathways and causes decreased uh, function of the brain and just everything starts to spiral. And it literally looks similar to that of an alcoholic's brain where now they have that foggy whiskey brain where they can't function normally, they can't think correctly. Why are we causing this on ourselves? If scripture tells us that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit, If scripture says we are the the temple of the Holy Spirit, why are we allowing this to be caused? Why do it mean for this to happen? You know what? You're right. But now that you recognize what platform you're fighting from, stand up and actually fight. Stand up and actually fight. Well, how do we fight? I'm glad you asked. Stay tuned next time. I'll be coming back at you. And this time I'm coming at you with scripture. We're going we're to jump into God's word and we're going to show you. Yes, it's a process. And yes, science shows that it can take a while. But God is faithful and your brain will heal. And we will be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Mighty warriors of God, I love you. I, I, I wouldn't be bringing this to you real if I didn't love you. Wherever you're at, Share this podcast. Share the link. Send it to those who you think you're going to need it most. Hear it for yourself. Um, Again, we are uh, helpers and and co-founders of the Silent Warriors Movement. Look up that link on, on Facebook, on WhatsApp. If you know a gentleman that needs help and constant accountability, we're there. Have them reach out to us. And we love you. And I will see you next time on The Warrior's Cry.